fourth, twenty nineteen, brings us. Uh, That's the day of recording. Probably released on the fifth, but uh, that brings us the first episode of Follow Your Spirit. I am your host, Timothy Lawson, along with my wonderful and soon to graduate co-host Jordan Small. How are you, Jordan? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Let's uh, let's get back into the swing of things. Yes, I uh, I've been looking forward to this. Um, you know, I do uh, I do weekly podcasts and in other facets of life, the day job, another hobby that I have, and this lull that naturally comes with the podcast that you and I do um, is is well. It's uh, I think we were ready for it when the season was over, right? Um, yeah. but I think once we, once like some big news started coming about, I think, cause I was thinking it and you texted me, Hey, there's been big stuff happening. We should pod <laughs> soon. And I was like, she's, she's, she's reading my mind. So, um, very good. Well, uh, first Jordan, for, just update Cause I know people enjoy the show, but they enjoy following your, uh, your progress in life. Um, you're graduating this spring, right? Yep, uh, applied for graduation last week, so uh, May will be here before we know it. And uh, for those um, keeping track at home, you will be graduating with a degree in? Uh, degree in journalism, minoring in political science. Very good, very yep. good. You will be prime for a job in the D.C. area. <laughs> I, that's, that's the goal. Yeah, uh, yeah very good. Okay, well, um, congratulations on reaching this uh, three years, right? Or three and a half years. Yep, so I will walk in May, but technically finish in December after I finish an internship. So three and a half years, yeah. Very good, very good. Well, uh, I'm sure I speak for anybody that follows the uh, the show and, and, and the spirit, uh, we're really proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Jordan, 2018 was a fun year for DC sports fans all around. Um, all around. Uh, 2018 brought us a NHL Stanley Cup. Yes. The Capitals Thank got goodness. it done finally. When I first got here, Jordan, people told me that this was a football town, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And a couple years later, I was like, nah, they're way off. Like this – like I get the Redskins are like a big deal. It's the NFL team here. But they, when when the Capitals are doing well, there is no more – There nothing is being celebrated more sports-wise. Um, and I would, I would bet that in a year where the Redskins make the playoffs and the – capitals make the playoffs i still think the capitals have the edge this is a hockey town yeah absolutely and i mean you know success helps with that they've got uh they've got stars that can stay healthy they've got a coach that people like uh they got an owner that people can actually uh get behind and is a good solid person so i think that helps more than anything um and yeah it's always good when you can bring back a a championship after what 40 years to the that's right. City. That's right. Um, shortly behind them, getting swept by the Seattle Storm, the Washington Mystics made it to the WNBA Finals. Um, I actually watched Game Three, uh, and in um, over at uh, where was it? George Mason, uh, yep. and the uh, cr- crushing loss. But I mean, Seattle was clearly the best team in the league. Uh, nothing to really be none, nothing to be ashamed of there. Uh, another highlight for DC sports: uh, the Mystics making the finals last year. Yeah, I mean, can't, can't go wrong with uh, Elena Deladon and and some of the players they got on there, and they're going to come back strong again this year. Yep. 
Uh, Washington Wizards limp into the playoffs. They get, uh, lose their series 4-2 to two, uh, in the first round. No one really expected them to do much more than that. In fact, I think there's plenty of, uh, I think some uh, casual fans had sort of written them off as not going to make it. They end up uh, pulling it off in the end. Lose uh, 4-2. to two. John Wall's hurt this year. Doesn't seem to really phase him too much. Uh, we might see a decent season from there. But uh, 2018, I think, was the, the Wizards sort of what we're used to. Good enough to get in the playoffs, not good enough to do much else. Yeah, they're just one of those teams that's kind of just there enough to make you pay attention, but uh, not a whole lot to get behind there. Uh, and uh, continuing down, something that was a little more exciting for DC fans, DC United, uh, after sort of a wishy-washy first half of the season, uh, Wayne Rooney comes around and just fires up this team. They make an amazing run to get to the playoffs uh, and have a brutal loss to Columbus Crew uh, in penalties, I believe, right? That yep. was uh, the end yep. ended in penalties. Um Exciting year with the really with, uh, but I think it made DC United fans feel like there's something there again. Yeah, I mean, I have to say that when Wayne Rooney was announced to come over, I was highly skeptical. Um, I have for a long time believed that the MLS is a retired man's league, but uh, you know, Wayne Rooney came over and, and proved that he's he's the real deal still um obviously he's not playing in in the premier league but uh senor wayne has definitely made <laughs> dc united fun to watch again yes absolutely uh made dc united fun to watch again and in audi field for anybody who has not been there I've, I've been there now for the spirit game and for uh the game that i mentioned um i was there for i was there for a game when when wayne rooney had an amazing game um and that stadium's just beautiful and I, I am looking forward to hopefully seeing the spirit play there again this year yeah beautiful place beautiful um getting into some more disappointing parts in dc sports uh the washington nationals were uh, a, a bit over 500 they were 82 and 80 at the end of the year not good enough to get into the playoffs they're going to lose bryce harper uh things don't things Ended uh, in huge disappointment, I think even greater disappointment that in the Bryce Harper era, there really wasn't much to really get too excited about, um, and sort of a uh, almost an appropriate ending on what was just a could-have-but-never-was era. I mean, pitchers and catchers report, what, next week, and Bryce Harper and Manny Machado are still unsigned, so um, definitely an interesting little season or a little off season here for Nats fans. Yes. Uh, people in the area familiar with the always disappointing in plenty of plenty of ways, Washington. I don't really care about the Redskins, therefore their success or failures affect me none. Uh, but since they are an area team and I wanted to start this with a recap of how sports looked everywhere in the city, uh, I have to include that they just simply don't get to the playoffs because they're really bad at choosing quarterbacks. <laughs> That's an understatement, yep. Yep. Um, and if you go about a mile up the road, up to 70, and you go into uh, Boyd's, Maryland, you'll see the Washington Spirit play at the Maryland Soccer Plex. And on paper, at the beginning of the season, at the beginning of all the 2018 seasons, on paper, the Washington Spirit looked like they could have had one of the more successful seasons out of all the teams. And yet on a... A squad that had Ariel Ship, Rebecca Quinn, Taylor Smith, Mallory Pugh, uh, Roosevelt, um, Andy Sullivan, uh, riddled with injuries, ends up firing their coach 
uh, Jim Gabera a couple couple games before the end of the season. A team that even when healthy never seems to have defenses on their heels have what I think it's almost just the blandest season one could put together um, that was just riddled with losses and um, almost thankful draws, right? The draws that were coming yep. about were ones where like we felt like we got away with one in some times, some ways. And that, of course, coming off of what was a frustrating season that was following the heartbreaking loss in the finals the year before that. Uh, but I think that there's still... You look at this roster, some things have changed, some key parts uh, have changed, some key parts haven't changed, Um, and even with the disappointment of 2017 and 2018, still plenty of reason to be optimistic as a Washington Spirit fan going into 2019. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult to um, kind of talk about last season just because they had so much talent but were unable to do a whole lot with it. But you have a lot of those players coming back. Um, There are some that aren't, but I think with the new players that they're bringing in, with the draft picks, with the new coaching staff, there's a lot to be optimistic about uh, heading into 2019. If you were to take the summary of our game summaries, right? So if you took all of our game recaps last year and you summarized sort of what what the theme was, it's that there just wasn't much to talk about. Yep. They, the spirits just struggled to even do anything noteworthy, good or bad, right? Like, yeah. it was just they're, they're not scoring in a lot of ways. That was sort of – that was it, right? They, they weren't horrible on defense. They just – you know, like, they, they plenty of one-goal one games, but um, they could never – Put in, they could never, like I said, there was only one game, I think, where uh, I think they, uh, there was only one game where it seemed like they had the defense figured out uh, and were able to put some pressure on it. But other than that, it never felt like any defense was worried. Um, and, uh, you know, Aubrey Bledsoe had a career season, 108 saves, 108 saves, four shutouts. Now, Sheridan Sky Blue caught up with her late in the season. Late, right? I think the yep. last two games. Last, she, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jane Campbell is third, 89, right? <laughs> so Sheridan and Bledsoe hundred tied with 108. Uh, Bledsoe, I think, gets the nod for uh, because she has the four shutouts. Sheridan get, is uh, technically second in there with the – I guess for saves, they're tied at 108. Jane Campbell, 89. That's third. Um Twenty saves better than uh, than the next um, the next goalkeeper. Uh, she was absolutely lights out, and for as much talent as there is on the front line and the midfield and in 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 the back line, she's still the leading hope. I think. Yep. Okay. Let's talk. Let's start talking. Let's start catching up, shall we? It's been a little while since you and I talked. Um, News was slow, right? News was slow in the end of 2018, picked up a lot in the beginning of 2019. So it was, unlike years prior, it was difficult for us to do podcasts with chunks of information, right? 
Um, yep. So here we are doing catching up. Uh, let's go all the way back. Let's go to September 26, 2018. Andy Sullivan was announced to be placed uh, to place second in the NWSL Rookie of the Year race. Um, I don't think uh, that surprised anybody. In fact, um, I think that uh, it's, it's appropriate for what she did while she was playing, but just I don't think she played enough to uh, to warrant first. Yeah, I mean, um, I think she had a kind of disappointing season for uh, her standards. So to even be in the conversation for that was uh, was probably good. But um, you, can, you can never go wrong when a player is is nominated for a big award like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I one of the things I remember about Andy Sullivan is when we were doing uh, when we had media. Um, I think it was was leading into or following. I can't remember if it was leading into. It must have been following because she was super disappointed, right? So it was after the loss at Audi Field. Yeah. Um, and we and she clearly was ready for the off season. Yeah. Um. So, uh, hopefully, with the excitement of the women's national team and being able to recoup some changes to the Washington Spirit, we can see uh what hopefully will be a a season we've been waiting for from such a high prospect. For sure, I think that um. Hopefully 2019 will be her ba- uh, bounce-back season. Uh, it looks like she might not make France for the national team. So uh, to have a player of that caliber for the whole season uh, could be huge for the spirit. Uh, yeah, unfortunate that we're not going to – we not, may not be good to see her in France, but fortunate that we will have her um, you know, during the duration of camps, etc. Um, man, I'm looking forward to the World Cup. Yeah. Oh, man, I am. I got my jersey. <laughs> Got my jersey, Jordan. It's beautiful. That kid is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, with the yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. I was thinking, I was hoping there might be a chance that I could possibly be in France, um, but with other developing travel, that may or may not that may not be be uh, be the case. But um, yeah, we'll you we'll do a special World Cup edition uh, leading into it uh, of the podcast because I, I can't wait to start talking about it. September 27, 2018, ahead of being loaned to Sydney FC, Washington Spirit re-signed Aubrey Bledsoe. Um, one big sigh of relief, right? Going into an un- uh, an off season of uncertainty. What happens with you know, like any time? Um, you know, anytime new leadership comes in, you're never quite sure who they approve of and who they who they don't, right? Who they want on the team, who they don't, right? So, um, nice to see the Washington Spirit quickly took took a took a move on signing what was the brightest star in the 2018 season, uh, Arby Bledsoe. As we just said, led the se- led the the league in um, in saves, and I'm not sure there's much more we need to say about that. No, I mean, good start to the to the off season for sure. Starting on a positive note. That's right. Um, Francisco Ordega uh, helps Nigeria qualify for the 2019 Cup, World Cup. Yeah. So um, including, um, including Rose Lavelle and Mallory Pugh for the United States and then Quinn for the Canadians, that's four that we may see play in three different na- uh, uh, national teams. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they placed first uh... – over there in the Africa Nations tournament, um, she's she's just one of those players that's fun to watch, and I'm glad she'll be at the World Cup because uh, the last time around it was really exciting to see her there. Uh, and I think that the the three teams coming out of Africa are going to definitely be ones to watch out for because there there's a lot of good talent on those teams. 
Uh, let me tell you, um, and we'll, I mean, we'll talk about this uh, in more extent, but just, uh, just a nod to Franny and how exciting that may be. Uh, I think with France, Korea, Norway, Nigeria being in Group A, I think there's definitely a good chance Nigeria can come out of that group. Um, they would probably have to play Germany on the other side, but um, I think Nigeria holds a, has a good chance of getting out of group and being competitive. Yeah, for sure. Um, Washington Spirit, December 4, 2018. Now, there is a there is recent rumors to catch up on this, right? So this, uh, what I'm about to say, is about two months old, but it was still exciting to see that uh, the Spirit re-signed Estefania Benini, who in the 2017 season was noted at times to be the best player on the field by a long shot. Yeah. Um, exciting to see her re-signed, but... Uh, Jordan, you were saying before we started recording that there's recent news that maybe we shouldn't be too excited yet. Yeah, so 2018, I think, was kind of Benini's year. She finally was able to stay healthy, was on the field a lot more for the spirit. It was great. Um, She also qualified for the World Cup, so things were trending in the right direction for her. And then right at the end of the season, she posted on Instagram – um, talking about how she was grateful for the spirit, was thankful for the opportunity here, and pretty much made it seem like she was moving on. Uh, then this news came out in early December that she was coming back, kind of shocked everybody, um, but pleasantly surprised, was excited to see her playing again. And then around, I believe it was actually on draft day, Stephen Goff of the Washington Post put out... Um, I think it was on Twitter, saying that uh, Spirit fans shouldn't get too excited because uh, she was probably not coming back despite re-signing with them. So uh, I know she's playing over in Spain currently, so it looks like she might actually stay over there uh, probably through the World Cup. So uh, don't get too excited on that. There's still a lot of moving parts left with that. Yeah, very well. Uh, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Uh, would love to see her back, uh, at the Maryland Soccerplex playing, uh, for the Spirit. Um, quickly, Jordan, I want to remind people, spiritcoverage.com is where people can check out a lot of the material that, uh, that you produce. You do write-ups after each game. Yep. Um, Kelly Piper produce, uh, uh, puts up a photo gallery of each game. Uh, Kelly Piper, our, our photographer, um, and I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to say, George, something we got away from last year just because the just um, with with timing and stuff like that. We and we, you and I were having a difficult time uh, getting the routine. I think feel like I feel like every week we record on, on a different day at a different time. Yep. Um, yep. But this year I'm determined because it was it was what made Follow Your Spirit great in the first place. Going back to player interviews, one-on-one player interviews, uh, to get to know the players and and to learn about them, both as soccer players and as human beings. So I'm excited to to get to bring that back into the weekly routine of 2019. Perfect. Yeah, I love that. So SpearCoverage.com, and of course, Jordan, we have merchandise. SpearCoverage.com/slash/merch. Yeah. Uh, last year saw the addition of the Maddie Houston Hue Two shirt. Uh, as well as the When I Root shirt that came both like in a classic form and then a Pride form. Uh, so if you want, if you want a shirt to rock on Pride Night, we don't, we don't, we won't know when that is, and of course until uh, the 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 uh, schedule is announced and, and uh, decisions made on when Pride Night's going to be. But we have a shirt ready for that, Jordan. 
Um, yeah. We still have Estelle Johnson shirts. We still love her, even though we're going to cover the heartbreaking news that comes along with her. Uh, Joe Hawk and then uh, Tori Huster, of course, OG23. Tori Huster about uh, hosting or just being a part of a camp, a soccer camp later this month, where, and uh, that's going to benefit child, uh, child cancer. Um, so uh, sales from shirts in the month of February will go to that um and for for the OG23 shirts and then an honorable mention still uh Stephanie LeBay I just heard from her about a month ago uh month I guess maybe a little maybe a few months ago finally um has launched her the Stephanie LeBay Excellence Fund um which uh which is what her sh- uh shirts and hoodies were benefiting um, and we still, like, I still have, as long as I have inventory, it'll be for sale. Um, the shirt, the sales from that still go to what she's doing. I think we all admire Stephanie LeBay as a wonderful human being and know that she's going to make a huge impact with, with how she uses that fund. Uh, hoodies are only $20, shirts only $10 for the, for the LeBay designs, spiritcoverage.com slash merch. Um, and I will say Aubrey Bledsoe's shirt coming just before the season starts. It'll be the first shirt this year. Um, I'm excited. We were, yeah, we were we had we had a few tweaks down the line. We didn't make it in time for the for like Black Friday. I, I was going to see if I get. A, and since we missed that, I was like, whatever. Let's just wait till the beginning of next season and let this be a part of us getting hyped for the 2019 season. So um, Aubrey Bledsoe sh- design coming soon. Uh, watching this player cups learn uh, the group stage matchups. We 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 discussed the um, uh, that that uh, the players are going to be involved. United States going to be in a group with uh, Thailand, Chile, Sweden. No walk in the park, but I think we all can be uh, confident that U.S. should, uh, barring disaster, come out the leader of that group. Yeah, and they'll uh, they might have an easy group. But once they get out of that group, uh, it is definitely an uphill climb. Uh, I think they would have to face uh, one of one of the top, I think, five teams in the country or in the world. So uh, definitely no walk in the park once it uh, once they leave the group stage. Yeah, uh, I am rooting for. Uh, I, 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 I hope at whatever stage, I would like to see Canada and U.S. Yes. Um, whenever that happens. Uh, December 19, 2018, we got horrible news that midfielder defender Taylor Smith uh, sustained a torn ACL. Um, she was a um, she was de- reliable in the in the, the back line. I uh, was hoping to see a little we were I think we were excited about what year two of the spirit might look for, uh, from her. But um, I think it's safe to assume that she will miss most, if not all, of the 2019 season. Yeah, um, one of the places they do not have depth is uh, outside back. So between that and the trade news that we'll get into later, uh, not a great few weeks there for the Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, January 4, 2019, first big news coming out of the Spirit's in 2019 was a very interesting announcement, one that I was not anticipating. Um, hiring a CEO. Yep. Larry Best hired as CEO. Um, and let me tell you, uh, another big thing that happened to the Spirit this year, their website looks awesome. Yes. 
And they have, they, I have been, uh, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the show several times, Jordan. I know I've complained to you about it. Their site was horrible. Yes. And it is nice to see a more contemporary, clean, and uh, interesting site. Their graphic game is on point. Their graphics are starting to look a lot better. So um, I'm excited by the behind-the-scenes developments that are happening, the off-the-pitch things that are that are uh, happening that are not related to personnel. Um, so that's cool. What do, you, what do you think about this decision to, to, to hire a CEO? Um, I know that between this and the possible um, or rumored uh, developments when it comes to uh, ownership, I think that this is – all these things are building up to make the environment more professional for the team. Uh, Chris Hummer talked to Jason Anderson and I at the draft about all these upgrades are really just going to continue to make this team better, um, is going to allow them to perform better on the field because of the things that they are doing off the field. So uh, very excited about what this uh could bring to the spirit in 2019. Did you get a chance to, to uh, was Larry at the draft? He was. Uh, we only were able to talk to, uh, let's see, Chris Homer and Richie Burke. Okay. Very well. So, no Larry Best. Um, here's what they're saying. He, uh, Washington Spirit CEO Larry Best launches Ask Larry initiative for fans. Uh, the new initiative, titled, entitled Ask Larry, will increase community engagement with free-flowing communication between the club and the fan base. Fans are encouraged to contact Best at CEO at WashSpirit.com. Um, I, think it's, I think it's interesting that they got the abbreviated version there. Uh, CEO at WashSpirit.com. Um, so if you have any questions for the executive officer, chief executive officer of the Washington spirit, there is his email. Um, and I, I will be interested to see, and we mentioned pride night. I'm interested to see if, if that's a development this year. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if, if, if the spirit initiated or if the, again, they wait for the, the fans to do it. Andy Sullivan was added to the training camp roster, but he is, as you mentioned, we will likely not see her in France. Um, yep. Oh, well. Um, Patreon.com slash Follow Your Spirit. It's where you can uh, where you can support the show. Jordan, did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Good, good uh, place to head. Yeah, it's a good place to head. Thank you, everybody who not only contributed last year but held on through the through the off season. We really do appreciate it. The um, the contributions at on our Patreon it goes to um, keeping the website up, keeps the podcast going. Um, I have been able to acquire uh, a little bit more gear to make the game interviews and such a little bit better. Um, and it goes to helping develop uh, and design the shirts. Um, so that way, trying to trying to um, keep keep the quality shirts, Jordan. I, th- I like to say that we use some pretty good shirts. Uh, uh, yes, very soft, very comfortable. Yes. Buy them. Yes. So we uh, so to, to maintain to keep that quality uh, and but also keep it at a reasonable price. That way, uh, everything is covered, and we can make our proceeds donations. Um, you know, uh, Patreon money does help with that as well. So patreon.com slash Follow your spirit. Thank you to everybody who pledged last year and, and held it through. Um, I think I made um, – I'll bring it up in, in, in the next one, but I made a deal at the end of 
last season, Jordan, that I was going to I had four bids going in Tori Huster's uh silent auction, her online auction. I had four bids rolling. And for a second there, I thought I was going to get all four of them. And I almost felt bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I feel like a jerk, like taking all the loot here. Um, but someone got me on the Aubrey Bledsoe gloves, and someone got, got me on one of the other Tory shirts uh, or jerseys. I have a, I, so I ended up getting two Tory jerseys. I have one hanging up here in my office. Um, it's awesome that I have women's soccer memorabilia now hanging up in my office. And then I have another one. Um, that Tori signed that I'm going to be giving away to someone to a Patreon patron uh, before the season starts. So, uh, but more on that uh, in the next episode. Um, the technical staff was announced um, going into 2019. Uh, I'm not going to go down the the, the the whole list here because I don't think anybody's really. Uh, I, I don't imagine anybody's too familiar with the, with these names. Uh, but anything. Anything out of that announced? Anything on the staff that excites you or makes you curious? Yeah, so excited to see what Richie Burke um, brings. Again, we talked to him at the draft. Had some very interesting uh, uh, plans. He seemed very ready to, to get going. Uh, then Tom Torres and KJ Spizak staying on as assistants. I think that's huge. Good uh, to have kind of the continuity moving over from season to season. And uh, I saw some things on Twitter that it doesn't look like the Spirit will be putting in a uh, reserves team into the league that they've been playing in for a long time. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, considering it does say on the release that KJ is still the uh, reserves coach. So interesting little tidbit to keep an eye on there. Yes, and for anybody who uh, maybe maybe missed the news between last season and this season, you're also just catching up. Richie Burke uh, was uh, hired as a new head coach and technical director of uh, the Washington Spirit. So, um, did you get opportunity? Did you, did you talk to Richie at the draft? Yes, um, he like I said, he uh, he's got some really interesting ideas uh, moving forward. He was very excited about um, the draft picks that they've gotten and seems like he kind of wants to play more of a, an English style to the game and not necessarily just like play run and gun uh, like so many American teams try and do. So uh, definitely will be interesting to see how he implements his uh, tactical side of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um January 10, 2019, a dark day in in uh, in, in spirit fan history. Um, there was a trade announced. Defenders Caprice Caprice Didasco, Estelle Johnson, and goalkeeper Didi. I can I can never remember how to say her last name. Heretic Heretic. Yes, something close. Yeah, something close. I'm sorry, Didi. Um, sent them to Sky Blue. Um, they received, and the Spirits received, um, what we got? We got the number three overall pick from the Sky Blue. Is that it? We got something yes. else too, right? Or was it just a no. number three pick? That was it. That was it. That was it. Okay. So, all right. Um, who do we get with the number three pick? Uh, Jordan. Jo- Jordan DiBiase. De- 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 yes. Um... Okay. Um, 
She better have a heck of a slide tackle. <laughs> no, no um, look, you know, tough. Whatever that decision was made by people who understand what they're doing with this team more than I do. Um, to me, it, you know, Didi probably wasn't seeing, wasn't starting with the spirit at all, right? She was, right. you know, and so. Um, you know, she's a nice add to this, nice asset for Sky Blue to consider. Uh, but essentially, looking at this as a Caprice and Estelle for a number three is essentially how I look at it. Um, okay, yeah. How'd you feel about it? when you heard that when you like because the trade got announced, and then there was rumors it may be Estelle, and I was like, all right, let's pump the brakes here, people. It's not. And then it was confirmed that Estelle and Caprice were in it, and I was like, oh no. Um, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, what was sort of in the, what was, first, what was your response? And then sort of what was the response among the media that were there also? Yeah. So, uh, I was very surprised about this, but we'd kind of heard rumblings prior to the draft starting. So a lot of it was just trying to figure out like, okay, what is this going to be? But I think, uh, I think my overall takeaway from this was they just they completely lost this trade. Uh, I think especially heading into 2019, you're anticipating that you're going to have two to three, possibly four rookies all the way across that line. And to think that you traded away probably two of your best players from 2018 uh for a, a draft pick and they were at the number four spot it wasn't like they were um really gonna lose a whole lot so it's one of those things that's kind of frustrating to look at and just be like okay let's think of this purely from a soccer standpoint but um yeah not i was not necessarily all that happy when i initially saw this yeah um well good i wanted yeah i i don't know i didn't i really knew nothing about the college talent going talent going into this this draft right the prior two drafts i had sort of caught myself up on um on first and second round likelies and then maybe any, any other talent that was rumored to be eyed by the spirit right but um other than that uh I, but this year so when i saw that the trade happened and i saw that jordan D, uh dibiase got got picked i was like Okay, like, was that was that what we were trying to do? Like, is that I was waiting for the rest of the um, the NWSL uh, space, everybody like the fans, everybody to be like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. But everybody was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, is that was that really okay? Yeah, I know I'm, I'm I'm biased, which is why I'm having a hard time evaluating this. I'm biased. Um, both in as a fan, I love I've loved watching Estelle Johnson and Caprice play. Um, you know when you are, you know we, we designed the Estelle shirt, and so I got to work with her a lot on that. Um, you start you know as media, you start getting to um, uh, get to know these athletes as individuals and their personalities. And there's no one nicer on the spirit than Caprice Didasco, yep. right? Um, and so I. I was pretty heartbroken uh, when I saw the trade. Um, uh, I am going to miss 
posting Estelle Johnson slide tackle gifts. I'm gonna, yep. um, yeah, there's a lot. In, going to the – so, look, I know the goal is to win championship, right? The goal is to get to the finals and win, and, and win a final. But what, I still look at sports holistically everywhere from what's happening on the field to what's happening in the stands, right? And no one – Especially in a year that was a drought for for goals, no one made that stadium. I say stadium. No one made uh, the soccerplex more excited to watch than Estelle Johnson slide tackling successfully. Right? People would erupt yep. when she would slide through, get the ball, and, and get a steal. Right? And and so, um, all right. Maybe personnel wise, you. I, I'm curious to see what they thought they were going to what they thought they were getting out of this trade. I agree. I think they lost not only personnel wise. I think they lost a lot in the the draw, the excitement that Estelle Johnson was bringing to that field. Yeah, I mean, I think that like the biggest takeaway from the draft room on that day was like, what did what did they just do? Um, <laughs> it was honestly like they gave up all of that for one pick. Like it just nobody really could understand what just happened. Yeah. Um, and I know there was I know people there was a lot of frustrations and people were ready for Jim Gabera to move on, but uh, I will still defend his ability as a general manager when he made the first decisions coming off of the well, not maybe not the decisions that he necessarily were making, but the the um, the transactions that he helped happen uh, helped happen. My goodness. Um, you know, coming off of the, the 2016 season, there was a, a huge, you know, Krieger leaving everything. Um, and everybody's like, what's going on? What is he doing? And then lo and behold, we go into the 2018 season and we look back at his transactions and he, he, he got ahead of all of them in the yep. end. Right. Um, especially considering other players like, uh, like Naren, as much as we loved her and, uh, Matheson, you know, the, the, we're just not, uh, couldn't stay healthy or just, didn't have the same impact of their other teams. And so, from a personnel standpoint, Jim Cabrera was doing a great job um, with uh, with acquiring personnel, and those transactions got ahead of most of them, if not all of them. Um, and so, you know, we're hoping for better coaching and we're hoping for better development on the field. But now, nah, from a, from a from a personnel standpoint, zero and one on transactions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very well. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> If for some reason uh, Jordan DiBiase listens to this, we're excited to have you on the Spirit. Uh, don't don't that's let not that. What we're saying. Yeah, that's not the takeaway here. We're excited for uh, Jordan DiBiase. Uh, pick four was Samantha Stab, uh, Stab or Stab? Stab. Stab. Yeah, two way yep. Stab. Uh, Tegan McGrady, pick seven. Pick eight, Dorian Bailey, uh, and then one lone pick after the round, uh, first round we had in round two was Bailey Feist uh, with uh, pick eight in round two. And then that was it. That's all the spirit had, right? Yep. Um, yeah, they were they were done uh, by the end of the second round. So um, that's a midfielder, defender, defender slash forward, midfielder, and then uh, forward midfielder, uh, respectively, to how they were drafted. Looking forward to uh, what they bring to the spirit. And, of course, we welcome to them the spirit family. Yeah, absolutely. I think um... – as as much as we just talked about the trade, I do think that they got 
some talented players. Um, I think it's also helpful that two of them did come from the Stanford team that won the national championship with Andy Sullivan just uh, two years ago. So at least they are bringing in some chemistry with these draft picks. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. The very next day, watch the spirit wave goalkeeper Kelsey Weiss. I don't think this was a surprise to anybody. Um, I think it was um, Jim Cabrera clearly liked Kelsey, right? He, he clearly had uh, he, he trusted her um, not only as a backup, but then towards the end of the 2016 season as a starter going into the playoffs. Um, and I think he I think he found her to be very reliable. And with him leaving, I don't think it's any surprise that uh, that she is also leaving. Um, hopefully, she'll be able to find. She, Something just can't. Was she being looking at somewhere else? Has has news come about her since? Yeah, I think um, I think they said in the release that they waived her because she asked to, so she could pursue options in Europe. So definitely, uh, right? Definitely, but, but she hasn't signed any con. Like I nothing's ever developed so. since then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very good. Well, um, I really enjoyed Kelsey. Kelsey, um, I remember. Uh, she was one of the earlier interviews that I had um, in my first year doing Fall Your Spirit in 2016. Um, and when she came over to talk to media, uh, she specifically asked, are you Tim? And said, hello. I felt welcome, Jordan. Uh, I felt welcome. Megan signed uh, defender Megan Crossan. Crossan? Yeah. I'm always worried that there's going to be, like, Crossan. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <the, laughs> I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's Crossan. Um... But anyways, uh, January 14, def- uh, signed defender Megan Crossan. Uh, I imagine we feel pretty good about that. Yeah, she uh, she was one of the players they signed for like a game at the end of last season so that yeah. they had enough players to field a team. Uh, quality player, I think it's good to keep people in that uh, you've brought in in the past. So um, definitely good to get in a- another defender as well. That's right. Uh, yeah, right. Um, Jordan, we are on Twitter, the, the three of us. You are at J-O-L-S 98. That is uh, me. Yep, you, uh, you do a lot there. You do a lot with, uh, what, fan-sided? Yes. That's... And um, you do something for Notre Dame. What is that outlet again? Yep, that's Slap the Sign. So we are the Notre Dame outlet for fan-sided, and I do women's basketball for that. Very good. You enjoying that? Number four in the country can't can't complain too can't much. Can't complain about that, right? Um, at K Piper Photos, it's Kelly Piper. That is our photographer. Shout out to Kelly. Yes. Um, excited to see. Um, uh, so excited to see her on the sidelines again. At K Piper Photos, you can follow her there on Twitter, and of course, the outlet uh, we are listening to here. Follow your spirit. We are at Spirit Coverage. And for anybody who's like, what? You're like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, because follow your spirits spelled out fully is one character too long. Um, and I didn't know which letter to omit to try to still make it look like follow your spirit. So I just made it a completely different, uh, um, which was fine until there's only been one problem. When Shayna Williams, uh, came on to do the podcast and at the end of the episode, I, I asked her for the sound drop, the, this is Shayna Williams. And you're listening to, I think twice in a row, she said, you're listening to spirit coverage. (laughs) 
Um, I, and she's like, you know, and so, cause I, I guess that's just what people associate with since that's the handle they see come through, but no, the name of the outlet, follow your spirit. Na- the handle though is spirit coverage. Um, I tweet from there. You tweet from there. Yes. Uh, and I do believe Kelly gets in there occasionally to put out some photos or to, uh, to tweet out that, uh, that her gallery is up or something like that. So, uh, all contribute to that. Uh, this was big news, I thought. January 30, 2019, Spirit announced that they are, have a partnership with Monumental Sports Network and NBC Sports Washington on a broadcast partnership. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, just chalk this into the, uh, the list of things that are happening outside of personnel that gives you a reason to believe that this team is taking development all in all areas seriously. Yep. I mean, um, go back to uh, the beginning of the podcast when I said uh, the Caps have an owner that, uh, that fans can get behind. Uh, he had, or Ted Leonsis has the Wizards, the Mystics, the Caps, and Monumental Sports Network. So shout out to Ted. Um, shout out to the Spirit. This is a great deal. Um, it's it's great to get it on local television. I think that's going to be huge for viewership. And the casual fan will be flipping through the channels and be like, oh, what's this? Let me watch this. So I think this is definitely going to help develop the fan base in the D.C. area. Absolutely. And uh, finally getting us caught up, Jordan. Uh, just announced today, Washington Spirit re-signed forward Callie Farkerson. Um this is exciting. Yeah. Someone who, uh, you know, uh, faced an injury, um, recovered, didn't see a whole lot of time uh, in the past year, but um, in her rookie year shown, uh, showed a lot of promise, a lot of reasons to be excited. And I think um, with, a, with a roster that still has plenty of talent, plenty of familiar talent on it and a lot of young talent, uh, Callie just brings that much more to that. Yeah, I mean, I think that once you get a player that's been around for a while, you're you're starting to establish a culture with her. Uh, And like you said, I think she's finally kind of on that upswing from the injury bug. And so hopefully 2019 will be a strong, consistent year for her, and and we see great things from her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. and last uh, little last little plug here. Uh, Follow your spirit has a has a YouTube channel, Jordan. Um, it's not good enough to have its own URL yet. <laughs> um, but if you if you go into YouTube and type in "Follow your spirit" and then filter for channels, um, you should see it. You should see it there with the with the the, the "Follow your spirit" logo. Um, I can't promise a lot of videos, but I can promise videos. Um, that is something that I hope to do uh, this season. Um, I'll see. I'm, I'm hoping to maybe do short videos after the games that I can get to. Well, ho- hopefully that will be more than it was last year. Um, but then also maybe uh, you know get out to some to some practices or something like that and see if there's an opportunity to to, uh, to get some video uh, interviews or something like that. But trying trying to bring a little bit more uh, visual media to to the outlet, Jordan. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I didn't know that we had a YouTube channel, so I'm learning things even today. <laughs> well, before uh, <laughs> what was there, it was um, 
Uh, Mallory Pugh explains why she enjoys playing with Benini. That was, that was an interesting one. Uh, a couple of old predictions. There were some post-game uh, clips from, uh, from two years ago. Probably one of my favorite video though that I've done behind the scenes of Joanna Loman's famous haircut. I actually uh, got to hang. Yes. yes, I got to hang out with Joe while she was getting her haircut, um, and was getting something etched into the side of her ha- uh, hair. So that was cool. I'll, I'll repost that that, that video. Um, and the video that got the most love, four thousand views. Uh, twenty sixteen Stephanie LeBay highlights. After the twenty sixteen uh, season, I put together a quick highlight reel, uh, and that got a lot of. I imagine that probably shows up when people uh, search for Stephanie Bay on YouTube. So, um, yeah. But anyways, there's a little grab bag of videos there now, but hoping to have a little bit more consistently themed content uh, moving forward. Especially now that I've gotten a little better with the editor. So let's let's wrap this up with this. It is February fourth uh, as we're recording. This will most likely uh, release on February fifth. As a fan first, Jordan, um, as a fan first, looking at the personnel changes that changes that have occurred, looking at the re-signings that we've had, looking at the question marks on who's actually going to show up again this year, um, looking at the new uh, some of the new staff, um, but looking also at a lot of the behind the scenes, a lot of the office type stuff that has been uh, improved. Like the the graphics are great, the website looks amazing. They have a partnership with with uh, Monumental Sports. Um, how would you rate your uh, on a scale of one to ten? How would you rate your optimism going into twenty nineteen? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna split this up into two because I don't want it to unfairly way one side or the other sure uh i think with all the off the field stuff so like the website the the changes with the staff and all that i would say like a seven or an eight like that makes me very optimistic going into the season not necessarily for the play on the field but just the overall atmosphere for fans so hopefully getting more games in audi field um you know making a better environment at the plex I think that's going to be much improved over the past year and a half. Uh, now, when it comes to the play on the field, I still have a lot of question marks. I think once we get closer to the season, um, we'll sure up on some of those questions, especially when it's related to the roster. So right now I'm probably like a four or five with that. I'm not too optimistic just because there's a lot of rumblings of people still on their way out. So still kind of dicey for me but one thing I am looking forward to in 2019 is the return of Shayna Matthews Um, yes she recently was called up to the Jamaican national team so that's awesome with them headed into the world cup this this summer but just seeing her back at a high level um she's been killing it in the weight room with her videos on Instagram her baby's super cute super Um, cute just I'm really excited for her going into 2019. Absolutely. Um, although she needs to help Jordan with his <laughs> touchdown celebrations. Um, and and, the, and who they play, the Saints? Yeah, they lost yeah. to the Saints. Uh, he scored a touchdown, and he just paused and then, like, fell forward. And I was like, dude, <laughs> maybe that's a week five on the road celebration. <laughs> but uh, this is the playoffs, man. you gotta got to come with something hotter than that. Um, very well, but, uh, I, I would say, 
Um, I would say I'm around an eight as well on the first category, staffing and behind the scenes. But I'm going to deduct them. I'm going to bring them down to a seven point five because I'm going to I'm going to give them a bad mark for that trade. <laughs> um, so I'm going to I'm going to penalize them for that. But uh, but still very optimistic. Um, and looking at roster, if I was evaluating this and like how it projected this season, if I thought that maybe the season was a five hundred season, um, and that would be a five or a five and a half, um, I would say that I'm. Uh, realistically a four and a half, but on paper, I think they're a five and a half. Um, and so I'm going to go with a five. So I'm going to, I'm going to round that off. I am almost completely indifferent on, (laughs) on what, on my optimism or pessimism on, uh, and it's, again, it's because you look at this roster and there's, there's, it's, it's not just, um, what two years, you know, so before, so after, after 2016, but pre Mallory Pugh, right? So that session, we used to we would boast about the the team because we we as fans knew how talented the team was, right? Like right. we like the, whether or not anybody recognized the names or other teams really cared about these players, we knew how talented they were. Now it's not only that, but there are t- there are players on here that the league knows, right? The world yep. knows these names, and so. That has to that has to come together with something, right? You can't pull a Washington National season and have Bryce Harper uh, on your and 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 have all the right players in a number of seasons, including a couple superstars, um, and not make the str- the strong run. So um, I don't think it's going to happen this season. I do think we're going to see a 500 season. New staff, a lot of turnover. Um, things are developing. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I think we're going to see. Um, I'm optimistic on the goals, right? I'm optimistic that we're going to see better shooting. Um, but because of the hit that we took on the back line, not I. I don't feel quite confident that they're they're going to hold uh, get, hold games well enough to win. And so uh, with that, I, I am. Uh, and I'll include this probably in my bold predictions, and I, I'm going to do it a little different this year. Instead of doing five bold predictions, I'm going to make five predictions and then rate and then um, what's the word, right? Word, I'm going to weigh them. Um, okay. Yeah, so that way I'm making some realistic predictions as well. But one of those I guarantee you will be uh, the the spirit. Uh, Record being close to 500. Jordan Small, we have successfully caught up from September 2018, finally here to the first week of February. Uh, what, a month probably? What's five or six weeks probably until preseason? Yeah, soon. And, yeah. Um, and then the regular season, probably just a short month after that. And then a couple months after the season starts, we're at the Women's World Cup. Before we know it, we're halfway through the NWO season. My goodness, this season's already flying, Jordan. When you talk about it like that, it seems like it'll just fly by. Oh, it will. Uh, I think this this season's going to be full of excitement, not just from the spirit standpoint, but from like women's soccer in general. Um, and I think it's going to be exciting. Every week's going to be fun and exciting, but uh, on the backside of it, we'll be like, man, that was that, that went by fast. Um, very good. Well, Jordan, I don't know when you and I will get back together to do this. Uh, I think maybe we'll wait for some more developing news, but we probably won't wait for so much news to develop before we do this again. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Have fun. At, uh, what, what, what class are you most excited about? What you're t- you don't have to give us your full load, but what's, one of your, what's the highlight this, this semester? Going to be taking a class called Audio Storytelling, and we're going to be putting up, uh, putting up a short news story on – the NPR station in Rochester. So excited about that. Very good. 
Very good. Uh, that's exciting. And make sure, I mean, I, I expect you at least once to be like, well, you know, I co-host a podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. um, very good. Well, Jordan, we, we will talk soon and, uh, excited to do this again f- with you for another, another season of Washington spirit soccer. Yes. Very excited.